Are you ready to run your short-term rental business like a super host? If so, look no further than Guesty for Hosts. Guesty for Hosts offers listing management for all three major OTAs, Airbnb, Booking.com, and Verbo. With Guesty for Hosts, you can create a branded direct booking website in minutes. I've been able to hit 61% direct bookings in my business and automate daily tasks such as communication with cleaners and communication with guests. Click the link in the show notes to get an additional $20 off your first month. Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live, Let, Thrive. What's up, Micah, man? I'm chilling, Stevie Stacks. How you doing? Oh, man, doing great. We got a legend on the show today. Who we got? Uh, I forgot his name. No, <laughs> just kidding, Willie. Uh, we got, this is episode, first, let me set it up. This is episode 206 of your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, short-term rental, midterm, all that fun stuff. Podcasts in the world coming at you from Arlington and Fort Worth, Texas. And we got a special guest named Mr. Will Slickers joining us, man. Tearing it up in the hospitality industry, short-term rental industry, and podcast industry. We're going to dive into all three of those things today. And welcome to the show, Will. How you been, man? It's good to be back on the Live, Let, Thrive podcast. That's for damn sure. It's been way too long, and I love listening to your guys' voice and seeing your faces. So thanks for having me back on. Oh, thank you so much, man. It's like behind, if you're watching the video behind Will, instead of, you know, the uh, Galifianakis thing in between two ferns, you know, you got between between two Ross paintings. So in between two, yeah, in between two frames, I guess, if you want to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Got the gold on there. Yeah, the golden boy. What's up, man? How you been? Dude, busy, but good. So as you guys know, we talk a lot more often uh, these days than we we have in the past, but it's been good, man. It's been a crazy, what, year or or so since we've last really chatted on the podcast. And yeah, yeah. Well, 20, 2020 yeah. lasted like five years. So I guess it's been a, feels a like while. it for sure. <laughs> for real. It yeah, you sure moving to Miami? Like I heard you're moving to Miami. Is that true? uh maybe not letting the cat out of the bag just yet but uh no i i definitely like miami uh want to go out there a lot more often and you know my lease expires in october so the opportunities are endless then you just mm. moved i just moved yeah yeah the like covid was like five years but 2022 has been like a day and it's already halfway through so it's crazy it's super crazy it's man. crazy a lot of stuff so, going on. So give us a little, a, a short uh, reset of, of who you are and what you do, man. Yeah. Well, uh, for those who haven't heard my first episode on Live, Let, Thrive, uh, the best Airbnb, VRBO, midterm, long-term, short-term, whatever kind of term podcast you want to get into. Uh, <laughs> I am uh, Will Slickers, and I have uh, got my career started within hotels. But then within hotels, I got exposed quickly into short-term rentals, Airbnb, that type of stuff. Um but out of boredom and wanting to learn more about the hotel industry and the world of travel, I started a podcast and was able to take it full time in 20, December 27th, 2019. From there, COVID hit and it was a whole lot of uh, confusion to work through, but we still made it. And uh, March of 2022 marked four years of running the podcast total. Um, and we launched a podcast network called hospitality.fm, which I'm happy to say this podcast is a part of the family. So 
it's been again just a crazy crazy year but that's kind of me in a nutshell if that makes sense nice and i remember something that you did say on the on the first time you hopped on our show you said that man y'all got a y'all got a great show i mean it it hasn't replaced your income yet and they're like uh you can make money doing this (laughs) and you're like yeah you know you you quit your job from doing podcasting it's like holy shit so when you came up when you came to us with that you starting your network and you're gonna get us paid and all that i was like yeah hell yeah let's do this man it's slick willy all the way yeah (laughs) well it takes a lot of work uh for sure it's it like i wish it was as instant as a lot of people think it is uh, from like seeing other networks, right? You have Barstool Sports, you got Gimlet, you got all these other networks that are like, oh, we signed so-and-so and they made a million dollars. And like, I, that's, fuck, I wish I could do that. Um, but uh, we're not in that position, obviously. But the, the long-term goal is to really just show that the creators like yourselves um, and others around the world that we've seen, uh, I think the network's almost at 30 podcasts total right now within five months of being legit um and it's like okay let's show the world that this voice of hospitality short-term rentals professionalism within this space whether it's tech operations cleaning you name it like we're going to show that this voice can be amplified through through a network which is is the power of numbers so yeah it's uh crazy to go into and like think about like i would have never guessed that four years ago when i started doing slick talk as a kind of a boring you know, passion project that would be here. So it's just blessing and really cool. For real, awesome, for real. So, hey, man, like, so outside of the podcast stuff, are you still in the STR space? I'm not out, that's for sure. Uh, I'm definitely not as in, if uh, that makes sense with the operations. So uh, we have a company called Recreation Vacation Rentals um, out in the Pacific Northwest. Then we have, uh, so we have properties out in Washington State. We have a property out in Florida near Orlando. And, um, I kind of gave the reins to my co-founder. We were, you know, Hey, let's split everything. You take on owners and growth. I'll take on operations and marketing or whatever that may, may look like. And we had a good 50, 50 split, but he saw as the network, um, took off, uh, unexpectedly too. You know, I thought it was going to take a lot longer to get to that point, but, um, as that started to get more busy and start consuming more time, uh, he and I had a, a really good heart to heart on like, all right my passions with audio. Uh, I love doing the podcast stuff. Um, I'm not against vacation rentals. It's not like I'm leaving the industry. Uh, I'm just doing a lot less and I'm really more or less like, Hey, you take this as far as you can get it. And I will just be here to help in any way or form, uh, that I can. Uh, and that makes sense. So yes, that's kind of the, the place that we're at. You graduated. You're the STR uh, podcast spokesperson, man. Congratulations. <laughs> there we go. So, there we go. Yeah, I'm no longer no longer doing housekeeping calls at you know six in the morning or whatever. So now, now yeah. I, I wonder how that works because you know I um I have a partnership. You know my my mm. partner Federico. We have our our um, artist rentals together, and we're doing you know pretty big things. And I, I often wonder, how does that work when, let's say, you know, my true passion, you know, is music and art and stuff like that. And let's just say this thing keeps rolling. It's able to pay us a good, you know, a good amount of money and, and, and the podcast does well. How, like, how do you, how do you have that conversation with a partner saying, okay, you know, I, I kind of got this other thing going on. I want to be a part of this. You know, is, is it, it's not fair to say I still want 50, 50. I mean, how do you, cause I imagine something, okay, you get 75 of the profits. You know, we started this together 25, I get 25 and I'm more, you know, 
if you need me kind of deal. How, how does that work? Yeah. And it kind of happened just kind of like that. It's, it's one, it had a lot to do with it myself internally. I had to kind of have that conversation inside. Like, okay. Like I, I have two kids. I always look at that Elon Musk and agree, right? Like he's got SpaceX and he had Tesla and he only had $18 million left. And he had to decide, do I put it on to Tesla and make sure it guarantees survives or do I put the 18 million into SpaceX and guarantee that it survives by doing that and risking that one is going to die. One will die. Or do I split it and take the risk of 50, 50 and they both could die. Right. So that's a big like question that went through my head. And grant, I'm no Elon Musk. I'm not investing $18 million into a, a company because I wish I had that kind of money. But um, in my head, I kind of had that conversation. Okay. Like what, child and i hate phrasing as the father child situation but like more or less like what baby of mine that i've created and have had tons of passion and you know joy creating what one do i spend that time with what one am i going to make sure either lives or do i take the risk and see what happens with both and risk losing them um and for me it just kind of came down to you know what makes me the happiest where do I see myself always thinking, you know, you can kind of just pick on, on some self-awareness stuff. Uh, and for me, it was just the podcast, you know, granted I'm still doing my two shows, but the amount of time I'm putting on into my two shows is not as much time and energy as I'm putting into the network and to getting the right platforms and the tools and the structure and, you know, talking to sponsors and creating the, the pricing and doing all the other stuff that really goes in behind the scenes and um, recreation for me was kind of like not an inconvenience but when i did get that call or did get that text from housekeeping or from maintenance or from an owner it was like oh man i just don't literally have the time i'm in meetings all day or i have this or i have that and um and so you know realizing that not to ramble on uh but i talked to my my partner he also has a podcast as well so he gets that kind of side of things which is really great because we can empathize with each other a little bit um, and you know, he's like, look, my podcast isn't as you know busy. It, it's just, it's a fun project for me to have. It's a great, you know, creative outlet, but this is my baby as well, as much as it's yours. And I have nothing else going on outside of this. Like the podcast is fun, but it's not paying my bills. So let's, let's talk about what does this look like? And we just were honest with each other. You know, this is the biggest thing getting into a partnership is like making sure that you guys know each other and you know yourselves because i think when it came to that conversation there was no bad blood like we were able to like all right we're going to switch our weekly call to uh bi-weekly to monthly and just see what happens and and go from there and just trust that you know things are going and we check up and reach out when we need help and communicate when we need to vent and like just have a genuine conversation and it's been great like i couldn't be more thankful for his openness uh, and, and receptiveness of like understanding that he's losing a partner in the sense of having to take on more work and still, you know, a startup, like you're not, we're not making buku bucks to pay a nice salary as a rental management company. So, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, I'm super thankful for him to be willing to do that. And, and without you know, going into like the exact numbers, does it change the whole dynamic? Does it, I mean, the percentages and all that change? Oh yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So we had that talk. It's like, okay, what's my workload look like? What does my role look like? Um, it is more becomes like an advisorship um, rather than a, an operator or COO as I was. 
Um, and so, yeah, I, I gave up some equity and, but we talked about, okay, like, so once taxes are done this year, we, we closed out, you know, 2021 and all that stuff. Um, you know, let's look at the profit. If there was any, let's talk about a split. And then from this moving time, moving forward, we'll talk about what does that look like again in the future? Does it mean, you know, so we had to do a, um, I think it's an addendum or amendment, one of the two, uh, onto our partnership agreement. So stating that, you know, I went down to 25%. Uh, I was no longer getting 25% of profit from revenue, but more or less from payout at the end of the year. Um, all these types of things that we just kind of went into it, you know, well, we put in um, my new meeting times, so like, hey, we're going to meet once a month or bi-weekly, whatever that schedule looked like. Um, still be involved with advisor meetings because we have two advisors um, from within the industry that we meet with once a quarter. Uh, so still doing like some of the big decisions, you know, technology. So if we change the tech stack or like all this other stuff, you know, being involved in that conversation, but the day to day pretty much just was, uh, wiped off my plate. Mm. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So it sounds like you're really growing in this, uh, hospitality STR industry. I'm loving that, man. So question. So do you still, do you listen to all the podcasts or do you just kind of manage it all, make sure it all gets out there? Um, so that's the thing. It's really hard. Uh, I don't want to say I don't listen to them because I do like, I, I, I try, I I'm a big believer in trust, but verify. So like we have a team taking care of a lot of the podcasts, right? So I want to make sure I, I just one I like you guys. I like a lot of the podcasts. Actually, I can't say I like a lot. I like all the podcasts. Um, there's a, there's like a certain reason why everyone that's on the network is on the network, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'll listen to a couple of episodes every week, just kind of like picking from the bundle. Uh, and it's nice because like I get a sneak peek before anybody else gets to hear it go live. Um, so it's, it's really cool uh, with that. But my big, my big uh, mantra or, or saying is trust but verify. So do I listen to it all the way through? Do I listen to every week consistently? No, I don't have the time. Yeah. Uh, I do bookmark a lot and like on weekends when um, working out or if I'm picking up, you know, some extra work that I need to get done on Sunday, I'll put one on and, and just try to, but there's, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous thing. Cause like podcasts like yours, man, like it will make me stop working. And that's the <laughs> thing I'll like, I'll stop and I'll be like, I'll have my pen and paper there. And I'll be like, okay, no. <laughs> Like it, it gets a little distracting. So I'm like, okay, I, I have to kind of pick and choose my battle sometimes with that, but have you, it's good. Yeah. Have you noticed any like hot topics throughout all the podcasts right now, the things that are really going on in the STR space that everyone's talking about? I think the, the one thing that I'm seeing from all the shows is come is getting more real estate heavy. I'm noticing a lot of people are talking mm. about taxes and real estate and the investment and ROI uh, rather than the management and the cleaning, I think that like it's cool because you can kind of see that short-term rental operators are now evolving from operators. They're no longer just worrying about cleanings and turnovers. They're more worried about the growth of their portfolio. What does that contract uh, value look like to their brand on top of the resale or the sale of a of a property um, type deal? And that's one thing I, I'm seeing a uh, uh, a lot of the same guests. If that makes sense, not that everyone's mm -hmm. kind of grabbing from each other but you can tell guests submit their like inquiry to multiple shows and then just so happens that everyone's got availability so they record <laughs> and then they all seem to go out within like a month span of each other um so i've seen like johan uh weiss on the on multiple shows i've seen a lot of different 
uh, rotating people, but it's like, okay, there's a theme. Like, like everyone's kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Johan's good. We have an he's important good. question. A, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> we have an important question, man. Mm-hmm. So, as being as, as we've done over 200 podcasts already, mm-hmm. um, things come up. We find out that past guests, stuff happened with them, and we might want to, you know, might not want to have that podcast anymore. How, how do you how do you approach situations like that? You know, where you have to go back and say, hey, maybe we should pull this one. What do you, how do you, what's the best way to do that? That's a really good question. I've actually never had that kind of come up. We um, had uh, Donald but... Trump on, so we we're wondering if we should pull that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, Definitely don't pull that one. Will's like, don't pull yeah. that one, man. That's fucking no, no, no. A million views. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... Uh... Uh, see, that's the thing. And it comes back to the, kind of like the earlier conversation of self-awareness slash like what, where does it fit within your moral standpoint? Like if you hear like a guest, like it depends on like maybe the situation too. But my thing is like metrics and numbers are all good. Like love that, love to be metric focused. Um, but there's a, there's a poison and a danger with that because mm. you can come too metric and too number focused. And then you forget the quality of content to keep the nature of the show, the qual- like the nature of yourself. And you kind of become numbers focused. I had a hotel owner that I worked for. It was all about the numbers. He didn't care about the guest experience. Didn't care about the team experience and the operations just cared about the revenue and the numbers. And that that's a toxic place to be in. Um, and so I think like, you know, if I had a guest that was on the show and they started, you know, spewing off a bunch of random stuff and craziness i think i would probably go to the point like numbers are great love it but at the end of the day do i want my name and my brand and my association with that person and especially like when you're on a podcast like when you're interviewing people like you guys are interviewing me now you have to kind of be like very excited for them like very involved like you're like showing that you care about this person and the things that they're doing so at the end of the day like that's your reputation so i i wouldn't hesitate Mm -hmm. to delete uh an episode that had uh some some conflict of of uh moral moral ground if that makes sense yeah d- up, delete will slickers last episode. <laughs> <laughs> at you. let's say this guy scammed a guy out of a million dollars but he has really really high uh he has his episodes bring in like a lot of listeners what do you say about that <laughs> I said delete it, man. Delete it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> get, what you should do is get the guy he scammed on the show, get that episode to outrank all mm. of that stuff, and then delete his episode and talk trash. Uh, that, that's, that, that's some clubhouse <laughs> stuff right there, actually. I mean, yeah. <laughs> guess we got to call Biden. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, okay. I was just wondering. That's, that's a good question, Steve. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's cool, man. So yeah, all the the dark side of uh, podcasting aside. Um, so how? Okay, we got a lot of listeners on the show that are starting out, getting into the STR world. You know, they they they're hitting us up, asking us for advice, anything. So how would you? Because you're the podcast guy. How would you? Um, and they say, well, should I start a podcast? How should I start a podcast? What should I do? And how would I expect it to help my business? What do you? What, what advice would you give them for potential podcasters who want to help their STR business? Well, I think if you're just getting into STR, wait on doing the podcast. Like, get your feet wet. Get a couple of properties under your belt. Have some fire moments where you're putting out fires all the time and you're kind of in that hectic host stage, right? Like I think, um, you know, I started the podcast out of boredom, not knowing it, it would take off, but it still took two years 
of me being an operator. I was a hotel manager for two years until I was able to quit my job. Um, and you know, was at a higher management level than, than most people my age were, uh, ever. So, um, I think like definitely get your feet wet, but if you're going to start a podcast, uh, I think again, I have seen so many people start a podcast because one, it was trendy in COVID or everyone's got a podcast now. So why not? Why don't I, um, my biggest thing is like, make sure you're going to do it consistently. That's the, the big thing. I don't like the opportunity, you know, start something, didn't see the results immediately. So I quit and then go on to the next. Um, I think the, the stat was the stat Apple podcasts. There's all like 26% of Apple podcasts on that platform are duds, which meaning they got maybe up to one episode or they almost did 10, but then they stopped and mm. it's just wasted space on the platform now. So it's like, okay, don't be that 26%, right? Like, be the 74% that actually is consistently being part I, of the knowledge base. I would venture to say uh, it, it still drops off at 25, 50. There's probably still more drop-offs to, oh, to that point. Yeah. So people yeah. that are get past hundred is very rare. I would, I would think. Yeah. hundred percent. I would think like, and I think that's one thing that kept us going. I think the short-term rental space got so trendy with Airbnb mm-hmm. That it, and then it, it branches off, right? Like how you said, everyone's getting into real estate. You can branch it off into real estate. You can branch it off into management. There's so many things around it that it's just mm-hmm. a hot topic, man. It just, and then once you think it's going to die off, something else comes in, a new program, a new uh, listing platform comes in. So I, that's why I'm happy we chose this topic as our podcast because, man, this is really, really helpful. Really helpful. 100%. And that, that's the thing, too. Like, you're, you're in a space that is just very like, it's a, it's on rapid growth. Like we're not slowing down anytime soon. Mm-hmm. You know, the only time that can really shut down is government regulated, you know, type, type, uh, shutdown. So, or, or God forbid, knock on wood, COVID, uh, mandate, you know, lockdowns and all that crazy shit. But, um, yeah, it's like the, the podcasting space, like, I think, you know, we kind of talked about before even recording really it's like it start. I started, I was just doing audio. I didn't care about video and now it's turned into video. I didn't care about, you know, um, quality, right? Like, so I didn't think I needed all this equipment. I didn't need a ring light. I didn't need a 750 or $1,000 camera. I didn't need a $400 microphone. Like I didn't need a chair to sit in to look all fancy sometimes when it comes to like all this stuff. But like, it's just at the end of the day, like I think, you, the more you care about the content and the audience and the community, because like it, it's crazy, dude. Like it's crazy to hear some of the stories that people will send you based off of just listening to your podcast once or a hundred times. So you build like a genuine connection with people. And um, I think like it's been like not in a weird, I don't know how to describe it without sounding like cocky, but when you're running into people at conferences or whatever, and they're like, Will Slickers or Micah or Stevie, and you've never seen their face, never heard their name before. And you're like, who the heck is this? And they're like, oh, I listen to your show all the time. That is like a weird feeling to experience. And so I think like, just be aware that this thing isn't like, it's not a local small town. Like everyone knows each other uh, within five blocks. Like you're meeting people from London, China, uh, Mexico, 
all over the world, like all over the United States, Canada, like a huge amount of my audience is in Canada. I'm like, I've, hmm. I've been to Canada like once. So like, you know, hi, everybody, like Germany or wherever these, these people are listening from. Um, I was even watching some, some numbers too, like India. I've never been in India in my life, but there's about like a couple hundred people listening to the show uh, from India. So it's like, <laughs> okay. Like, so it, it becomes like really intense when you look at it that way uh, on like real people are really listening to your voice. Um, so That's I don't know if that makes sense for your, for your question. I just like literally ran into that issue when I was, uh, I was at the uh, Dallas STR regulations meetup and uh, yeah. introducing myself to this guy. And uh, we were all, it's like only five of us who were pro STR. And I introduced myself to this guy and he looks at me and he's like, Hey, you're the guy from the podcast. I was like, yeah, yeah. He goes, you're Mike. And he was, where's your partner, Steve? I was like, oh, he's not here right now. But yeah, it's so yes. crazy that people know who you are. And you're like, oh, damn, you know, and he's like, and he like start going into my backstory. So are you still operating in Arlington? And I'm like, hey, knows your whole life. <laughs> yeah, But it was crazy, you know? So yeah, that's a real cool. That's what I love about it as well, man. He's he a rabbi, it. right? Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, yeah, yeah. And he he like showed us the he was showing me his little guesty thing. And I was just like, oh damn, that's crazy. But yeah, man, it was pretty you crazy. Know, it was the cool coolest part of it. It, it kind of like um in a way it documents our journey. Cause like yeah. we started, we started the so I had a, a long time ago. Podcast just started. I started like a like a rock and roll podcast with some buddies and you know, kind of fizzled. <laughs> and it was fun. It was fun as fuck, but it, it kind of fizzled out. And um, didn't do it for a few years and then got into the, you know, real estate a little bit, you know, started real estate investing, got into bigger pockets. And uh, that's where I met oh, Mike. Yeah. I met, yeah, I met him at a bigger pockets meetup that I, that I hosted and um, he showed it. Was, oh, actually, it was more of a, yeah, it was more of a um, stock meetup because I have some buddies that wanted to invest in stock in the stock market. Mm-hmm. And so Micah showed up, told us all about weed stocks he was investing in. And, uh, <laughs> and then he said, told us about uh, Airbnb. He's like, he's like doing Airbnb out of his house. He's got a, a place in Arlington doing Airbnb also. And, and I just, I was fascinated. I was like, dude, we should start a podcast. You're like, uh, what? You know, he, he didn't really, he's like, this is, that's weird. And I was like, people want to hear about this. This is cool. I'm blown away by it. I want to try to invest in it. And so I didn't, I didn't have any experience in it. Micah did. So we started our show and Micah was telling all, all about his experiences early, early on, you know, and, and, um, and that led me to, I was like, man, well, fuck, I got to, we got an Airbnb podcast. I got to do it. You know, so I <laughs> jump into, you know, I got jumped out of that house and turned it into an airbnb and you know all the trials and tribute it made the show better like you said and so i started yeah. doing every every fuck up imaginable and which made for great every time i dude every time i fucked up and did something stupid and let the wrong guests in or this and that i was like i'd be at the lowest point and i'd be like, fuck this is gonna just make for a good podcast just this is gonna make yes. for a good podcast <laughs> And so, but from there, I was like, this is so cool how we, our journey started, you know, with the podcast. And it, it, if anything, if anything is documenting something we can look back at and, and laugh our asses off. Right. And um, mm-hmm. so I love that aspect of it now. Now, you know, like I, like I mentioned earlier, people want to, okay, I, I got a little Airbnb business. I'm, you know, got some bumps and bruises. I want to start a podcast, start telling people about it, start a, you know, networking and the stuff like that. What are some, what are the, some of the biggest don'ts, you know, you would, you would mm-hmm. tell like, Pod, new podcasters yeah the biggest don'ts well don't have the mindset that i did that you didn't like not that you need to to show off or be flashy but you know invest in the equipment like you invest in your short-term rental business with the right tools 
you, you know, getting a property management software, having gas screening or noise devices or dynamic pricing, like you're already investing in that, invest in the same thing for your podcast. Um, that way you're like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to listen to a phone call conversation, right? Like I don't want to sound like people are in my, my ear as if I'm talking on the phone. I want to hear clear audio, like where I can just have no distractions. When my noise cancellation's on, I just hear your voice in my head. And um, so I think, you know, invest in the equipment, you know, take a couple hundred dollars and get a decent microphone, get, get a decent um, boom arm if you need it, or even a stand. Um, look at, you know, um, there's a lot of good like kits out there that you can kind of look at. You can go, just go to Amazon, look, literally type in podcasting kit and kind of see, you know, price range and the equipment and all that setup. And YouTube's a good resource. You know, people explain how it all works and what pieces go together and you can pretty much figure it out pretty quickly. You can call a pro like these guys and, uh, ask them what they got set up and you know, how they do it. And you, it's funny because like in the early days of, of when I was trying to find good podcasts to listen to, to, to learn about, you know, and yeah. I just, I, there was a lot of, uh, I guess, I guess, I don't know, I would say radio dudes or pitch dudes that would, oh, fuck, I'll start a podcast. And then they do their podcast and uh, learn about real estate and do this, and do that, blah, blah, blah. you know, had that radio voice and this and that. Mm -hmm. And I would listen to them a little bit. And I'm like, man, I just... But I liked, you know, for example, uh, the realness that that Bigger Pockets was bringing. It was just two dudes talking about, you know, they're learning real estate trials and tribulations, bringing on people. And I like, I was just gravitated more towards like the realness of some people doing podcasts instead of the, hey, radio guy here, and this is how you invest, and call my yeah. number, and commercial, 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 and call <laughs> my number. This is, I just like the podcast world don't want you motherfuckers you know i was like we want we want that's what i loved about the podcast world. we we want real talk from real people that are really doing it that ain't trying to freaking sales pitch me you know that's yeah. that's anyways that's that's i just wanted to get that out there before i forget well i'm glad you said that because like the next part was that a lot of like covid a lot of people saw that like oh everything's closed i can't do in-person stuff and i can't go to conferences i can't do this how are we how else are we going to sell our software or our product or we're going to create a podcast. Everyone's going to want to hear us pitch our product every five seconds on our show. It's going to be great. And then we're going to bring on our customers who we're actually probably going to pay or give some kind of discount to be on our show and to talk about our product. Oh my God, it's fucking genius. Well, no, it was the worst. Like I saw so many of those fizzle out within months, if not weeks of each other. Um, and the biggest thing I've seen over the last four years that some of my shittiest audio quality podcasts actually performed the best because the conversation was the most genuine, the most, you know, insightful conversation. Like people really do care about the content. So my point of my point one, invest in your equipment, because if you imagine the best, you know, my shittiest audio quality, uh, but had the best content episode took off, imagine how much better that would have done with the better audio quality, right? Like, so just focus on really having that structure. Like it's good to kind of have some kind of structure, whether it's you do a little segment in the beginning. I love your guys as you know, you do live, let thrive. So like, that's great. Like, but like have, have that ability to let your guys, let yourselves ask the questions that you want to ask, be curious. Like I, oh dude, don't, you just got me started on a whole whole thing but like i i did a i posted a clip in our like community slack channel that like the art of an interview right so um alex i forget his last name he's one of the co-founders of gimlet 
talking about what is the art of an interview and how do you make an episode or a podcast uh, more content rich by being a better interviewer. And he goes into this whole thing. It's like, you're really listening more than you're talking. You're, you're picking up on body language. You're picking up on tone of voice. You're watching eye contact. You can find that one time that your guest gets really, really excited and kind of has like that. You kind of see them shift from the beginning. They're like, I'm, I'm Will Slickers and I uh, do this, this, and this. And then also you got me excited and now here I am going. <laughs> They're able to carry that energy into a great conversation. Um, and so I think becoming the, like, the art of an interview is super incredible. Um, and like, I 100% believe, Steve, I see you do it all the time. You write notes. I see you write things down. Someone says something, you grab it. Micah, I see you do it too. I do the same thing. I have a black notebook right there on my uh, computer stand and it's filled with pages of questions and you know like i'll just use for an example andrew kitchell said this so what does this mean how can he break this down or can he say this more or can i pull this more information out of him and it's it's really an art like i don't know you just got me excited so yeah that's uh that's something i think is like the most important part if you can become a better interviewer listener and podcast host where you're asking the questions that more likely your audience is thinking as they're hearing uh, yeah, you're going to nail it. So. <laughs> yeah. That, that's like Steve yeah. thing right there. That's why I always have to have Steve. Steve always, he's the, he's the question guy. He's like, this, 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 this. I'm yeah. like, Oh hell yeah. That's why I can just take the notes. Now, <laughs> now how do you like to get, let's, let's say someone starts an STR podcast and they want to come into your network. How do you vet those podcasts? Right? Like, do they need to have a certain number of episodes or do you vet their quality or how do you go about doing that? Yeah, a little bit of both. Um, so we kind of created a, a little, like HFM standard guide. So it's like, we ask that everyone's had at least a minimum of 10 episodes, um, unless they're starting a network with us. And we already know that they have that reputation in the space. Like, so, uh, I won't say her name, but we are signing a pretty big podcaster. She's had a podcast. She's leaving another company and she's coming on brand new with us, like brand new show, clean slate, everything. Normally, how did you got it? How'd you know? I knew it. She, yeah, she's joining. It's crazy. Uh, literally. Um, but like normally we want to do that. We want to just like, all right, let's just create a brand new podcast with someone that we have no idea who they are, what they talk about, what their missions are. Um, but she's uh, obviously got the reputation. She's got the following. She's been well experienced. So that's different. But um, anyone that's already had a pre-existing podcast, like using you guys, for example, it was a no brainer to be like, yeah, I've heard your guys' content before as a listener. I've been a guest. I know that you've way past the 10 episode mark. And I know that you're not just here to sell like that. At the end of the day, I think we've kind of realized who, who's like a real, like who's a wolf in sheep's clothing, I think is the term. Uh and they're really just about themselves trying to promote their own material, their own books, their own products, their own coaching, whatever it may be, rather than actually bringing value to a community. Um, and so for us, it kind of is like those tiers, like minimum of 10, um, you know, are you, are you past that point? Uh, do you have like a clear mission? Um, there's a whole like guide. I actually didn't send it to you guys, but I can give it to you guys um, at the end, but it's a whole like kind of little criteria. And then uh, the biggest thing that we like to communicate is that we do not own your show. We do not own your content. We do not control you or tell you who to talk to or what to talk about. That's the biggest thing. A lot of networks get um, 
uh, shit on for is because like, you know, Barstool Sports, if you saw the whole call me daddy thing uh, or call her daddy um, controversy where she left the Barstool Sports Network uh, due to money and content and direction and this. Uh, and then she went on to Spotify and um, I don't know what the terms are of that agreement, but more likely she probably got a lot more freedom. Um, but she probably has to make a certain amount of content per, per week, per, per month. Um, so we want to get rid of that. We want to take away the cons. Um, the big thing that we ask all the shows like yourselves is like, Hey, consistency. Like if you publish every Tuesday at 5.00 AM, keep publishing every Tuesday at 5.00 AM. Don't stop. Um, you know, that's a, a big kind of like criteria mark. We don't want to, um, you know, again, we don't want fizzle. We don't want people to get really excited and big and then just kind of drop away. It helps the, the network as a whole when everyone is contributing. You know, I'm still doing it weekly. We have our one show every Monday. We have my show every Friday or Wednesday. And then, you know, I do bonus episodes on Friday or Saturday if I have the, the inventory. So, um, you know, trying to lead by example in that direction. But yeah, I don't know if that answers your question uh, all the way through, but there's a couple couple little uh, critiques there. Or not critiques, but standards. And that was one thing, oh, oh, real quick. That was one thing, like, when me and Steve started talking about the hospitality network, I'm like, man, because, you know, me and Steve, we're very, uh, I guess we're not professional like the other people, you know, so when he was like, hey, <laughs> we literally have like, a, we literally have a podcast called the No BS Short Term no Rental BS. Podcast. So, you're, yeah, you're good. You're, <laughs> I got to listen yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. We may have no, to do a mashup. But there's a lot of BS be on there, though. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, so, yeah, because I like when Steve said it, I'm like, man, they want us. I'm like, have they listened to our shit? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve's like, yeah, yeah. That was so weird interview. And I'm like, oh, we and after uh, we're not politically correct. We're not yeah. Will was like, yeah, he goes, if you guys cuss, do your thing. So I was like, oh man, it was a no-brainer, man. So yeah, definitely thank you for inviting us. But uh, because yeah, we were like, we'll probably never get picked up, but <laughs> Someone took the no, it's, it's just like it's like i like you guys as uh, as guys like just getting to connect with you off screen uh like you guys like that's the thing again it comes down to who like who's the wolf in sheep's clothing and who's a real sheep like mm -hmm. if you guys are really genuinely caring about the network and not the network of like the podcast but like the network you guys have built through your show the the network of operators around the world that are genuinely going through the same stuff that you guys are, but you're just vocalizing it with a record button next to you. Right. So this is super important. And I think, you know, that's, that's where we get really passionate about. It's like, okay, why would we ruin any of this by putting our, you know, two cents or, um, you know, hiccups and, and other things in, in, in between when really, if we just take away pain points, what do you love doing the most sitting behind that desk and behind that microphone, hitting record and publishing and promoting like that's, that's the best part. So how can we power the rest and also help you grow along the way by monetization, by giving you better tools and, and um, products or resources, or, you know, even deeper analytics that we just made the move to megaphone. Um, so it's like, you know, how can we understand the audience better, help you understand the audience better so you can keep doing what you're doing. Um, that's where we get excited. And that's where we kind of find, found that, you know, uh, that, um, uh, it's not Hansel and Gretel. What's the, uh, the porridge, like too hot, too cold, just right. Oh, Little Red Riding Hood. Is that what it is? Or yeah, one, of those, one of the, oh. uh, like, uh, we don't know. We don't We're know. We're short-term uh, mental people. Fairy. We don't know what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know our, uh, fairy tales or analogies very good. So yeah. No, I, I guess 
and like you said it, it, it is about i mean if i could give advice to podcasters out there we got in it because we were just curious as fuck you know it was a brand new yeah. industry so you know, we, we've been doing this like five years it's been, it was like a brand new industry and i wanted to learn about it and i was like well shit i was mm-hmm. like uh, who do we ask who do we talk to and this is before everybody that's done you know has one airbnb as a coach now you know it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of bullshit yeah. a lot of a lot of bullshit out there and so we started um well shit let's see who has cool airbnbs and then we'll send them a message you want to be on our podcast so like it was like early on in our yeah. one of our first 10 episodes we had the peter Bayhooth, the treehouse guy it is the number one most oh yeah for airbnb in the world i think it still yeah. is but anyway so we just I found, you know, went online, Google, found him, found his phone number. And hey, you want to jump on our podcast? Who are you guys? Okay, yeah. And he came on and he just fucking, you know, went scorched earth on Airbnb. So it was an interesting, we're like, holy shit, you know, everybody's only been talking good stuff about Airbnb. And um, then he just went scorched earth on how they did him wrong and this and that and, and putting you know putting his pictures all over the place and and they're taking money from i mean it was like whoa you know what did we get in here but then that, that, that just helped yeah. me like more curious i'm like so there's another side to all this stuff you know so we just jumped into it because we wanted to learn the industry and then share what we learned with other people and it's i mean it's brought us a lot of money and indirectly as far as like connections and then you know working on deals with people meeting amazing people and the networking aspect is is freaking phenomenal but that's just from us being real and being you yeah. know Know, being ourselves and and just being curious we come on here we don't try like we haven't tried to pitch products and stuff like that we just want to learn from the our guests that come on you know and yeah. then me and sometimes me and michael would just have some beers and just bullshit and talk about our week how everything you know went <laughs> what all went wrong and i said everybody you know a lot of shows just talk about all the good stuff right and we've mm. and we've gone into real great detail in and all the bad stuff that's happened to us you know and all of our all of our losses and and if you go to like you said clubhouse or a lot of the podcasts it's just you know this is well i'm doing amazing i'm a millionaire win 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 you know that, mm-hmm. who the fuck, what does that help anybody write an ebook after six months and raise capital <laughs> man <laughs> no but <laughs> not it's horrible you know? that that's it man and then those you know know what's it called mother nature will take care of them and wash them wash them to the side yeah. you know because people feel business them, you know? it's a business karma as one of my other guests i had on my show recently say she's like you know what you what you do in your business will come back to you so um if you're one of those guys who has one airbnb writes an ebook after six months and gets uh become a, a global speaker at all these random conferences that have nothing to do with their industry. Uh, great. Go do it, you know? Um, but I guess what? It's going to come back to bite you in the ass. So uh, I think like the one thing, or uh, I love what you said, Steve, too, is like, you know, this is us just being curious. And it's such a, like, if you, I don't know, this, like people that aren't podcasters or they're not in the industry. Have you ever told stories of some of the guests that you've had on the show to someone that has nothing to do with what you guys do? And they are just blown away. They're like, what? How did you meet this person? Like, I met him on LinkedIn. I connected with them. I reached out, asked them a couple of questions, asked if they want to be on my show. And they said, yeah. And I got an hour's worth of killer content. And now we're friends and I'm meeting up, meeting up with them in Nashville to grab a couple of beers to, to talk more, hang out or whatever. That's the craziest part about it is like the friendships you build from this thing. I'm, I would be surprised that for me, like personally, if, you know, a lot of my past guests are still friends. Like they're wanting to come back on the show. They're wanting to hang out or talk off record. They're wanting to like go into deep things deeper, uh, learn you as a person rather than just like 
kind of milk your audience and whatever that may be. So it's, it's really cool. Like I, I never expected that part to be the part that was like the most unexpected, but also the most valued. So yeah, mm. it's crazy. It's powerful stuff, man. It's um, it is cool. The people you, you meet from this, you know, and, and yeah. just um, it's a lot easier to, to, what's it called? Jump into the DMS when you say, Hey, I got to you know, hop on my podcast, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> It's a lot easier than saying, hey, um, how do you do Airbnb? You know, it just <laughs> happened to the podcast and <laughs> Brian Chesky hops on the show and there you go. And um, yeah, but it yeah, is man. it is a great icebreaker. And and so I do I do if you have a passion for, you know, just learning, just just knowledge mm-hmm. and just uh, and, and and perhaps networking, I would I would suggest looking into starting. And where do people how would people start off to start off getting their own podcast? Oh uh, yeah, you can do a couple things. It just depends on how you kind of want to do it and take it. Um, Anchor.fm is a free tool uh, if you're you know tight on on budget. But if you're looking to really scale with something and and really grow a show rather than just like a podcast, I think you know getting into bigger platforms um, that host and distribute and give you analytics and um, you know buying the equipment, uh, starting off with you know. Uh, reading like all these hosting platforms have content and blogs on what does it look like to form a podcast? How do you structure it? How do you edit? How do you do this? Like it's all there. So I think really the the big thing is just start um, Googling, just Google podcasts, how to start one, figure it out. What do you like? What do you not like? Listen to shows. Um, you know, I, my, the big question I always get asked for podcast stuff is like, Oh, what's your favorite industry podcast to listen to? It's like, well, I listen to a lot of them because one, we're all networked connected, but then two, like sometimes mentally, I like to just not listen to anything in our, in our industry uh, related at all, because it, it can be a lot when you live and breathe it. Right. So uh, I find like true crime podcasts that I can enjoy and really unplug um, even though I'm not like a TV person. So I'm not, you're not going to catch me watching law and order or, you know, all these like murder mystery stuff. Um, I'm not into that normally, but I found a really good podcast that does it well and it captures my attention and it helps me unfocus the other stuff. Um, the number one podcast in the world, that's not Joe, Joe Rogan anymore. Uh, he got dethroned recently um, by the um, by this podcast that's an original Spotify podcast in partnership with DC called Batman Unburied. And so it's a literal story podcast uh, that was created within Spotify. Um, and it dethroned Joe Rogan recently off the, the number one podcast. And they've only have three episodes out right now. So no, crazy. three episodes and you de- dethroned Joe Rogan. Yes. Damn. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Now, so as like, far as dethroned him, as far as, as how, how do you, how do you define that? Well, the, the, on the Spotify charts of podcasts, you'll see like, what are the top performing uh, podcasts from one to hundred uh he's been number one for months if not a year plus um whether before he joined spotify and 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 uh um but this this show came out the trailer dropped and the day that the first two episodes were released it uh did over 11 million downloads and they surpassed joe's um downloadership so like bumped him from number one to two right off the bat so crazy (laughs) it's gonna be just a limited run or what uh, I, I don't know how many episodes they're doing, but uh, they're dropping every Tuesday and it's very well put together. Like 
I, what I did is I put my, uh, my sleep mask on. So I like sleep with my eyes, like eye blinder. And, uh, I put in these noise cancellation headphones, I hit play and I just like let the audio kind of create the visual for myself. And it was, dude, it was good. Like they just did really well with the footsteps and the breathing and the, the narration and the music and the sound effects. And like, it was just like, I felt like I was in a movie. Oh, so, uh, it, it was epic, but, um, to a question for you guys, I'm actually kind of curious on, uh, in regards to like podcasting, if you like had one thing that surprised you the most, or that you realized you enjoyed the most that you didn't think would catch you by surprise or that you enjoy, was that number one thing been with your guys' podcast in the last 200 plus episodes you guys have done? Mm. Surprised us the most. I'll let Steve start. <laughs> surprised us the most with the podcast man oh man i know i'm putting you guys on the spot but (laughs) i think i I know i'm I'm genuinely curious i think i know mine like i want to be honest when we first started this thing man like we were literally had steve's old microphones and pantyhose covering them right i'm dead serious so (laughs) i'm dead serious so i didn't know old school wrap pantyhose around these little microphones we were recording i love that he's like he was like ain't buying no pop filter you know (laughs) like now i look back five years ago and i'm like I didn't think we would have 200 plus episodes. Like, I mean, we, you, you know, you think it, but you just, it's one of those things where you, you're consistently doing something consistently, consistently. And it's like, you look up and you're like, damn, we did 200 episodes of this. And now when I'm like at like a short term rental thing and people know who I am, I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, I, that we consistency does pay off. You know, people know who yeah. you are. So I think that's the biggest surprise and like, wow, we really grew it and people know who we are. That was my biggest surprise. That, that is awesome. You know, the, the, I guess now that I got time to think of it, when you when just listening to you explain it, man, Micah. <laughs> and and, and um, I guess the, the pantyhose most, got me, dude. I'm dying. Pantyhose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would get, I would get a clothes hanger and make a circle and put pantyhose on it. And then it would put it in front of them. Because we listened to the first episode. that pop, 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 pop. You hear the popping, the kicking, and the ticking. Yeah. Anyway, that's back to I used to record you know, home songs and shit with my band. You know, yeah. I'm a fan. Anyway, so you learn things like that um sure mike 96 still good mike anyways um <laughs> so with the, one of the most surprising things the most surprising thing for me is just how much of a, of a stress relief this is for me because mm. i mean i love the knowledge i love the networking hey, the money it's thrown at us and everything but just to, i mean after me and micah is so you know freaking busy we got we're running short-term rental companies we're running uh, long-term rentals. We're, we're buying real estate. We're doing all kinds of stuff. Renov- we got a, renovations going on. We got handy. I mean, there's so much going on in, in this, in this space, you know? And, and, but when we hit these mics, we hit record. We, I mean, sometimes we have to drag ourselves to the mics. I'm not going to lie. You know, fuck. Yeah. We gotta, and who are we interviewing? It's Wednesday. What are we? But when we hit play, man, it's just like, it's just like we just start talking about what we're passionate about and we are passionate yeah. about this industry and we and we talking about and you can't talk about this shit with people at work they don't care with your spouse yeah. whatever they're like okay i get it you know whatever short-term rentals blah 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 <laughs> um but and then if someone finally asks you at work about it and you start oh you start t- passionately talking about it you just, you just see their eyes glaze over like looking into a blue ocean right they're like oh fuck this yeah place. 
okay never mind and, and then but <laughs> here in this space we're like we talk about other people that are passionate about this stuff we get to unload we get to ask fucking questions that we've always wanted to ask somebody we can't ask nobody mm-hmm. else they're they're giving us this this knowledge we're laughing we're cutting up we're having some beers we're just i mean it's just man it's my happy place dude i didn't realize how how important someone needs something like that in their life and and this is my this is my yeah my um happy place my mental space i don't know i i fucking love it dude you know what now that you said that steve that is true like you you talk to somebody and then you talk to them and that the issues they're having you're like damn you're going through this shit too and it's like <laughs> it like relieves you like oh someone missed a clean too and they showed up and the place was fucked up oh how did you handle it yeah i'm serious it, 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 it is it's really stress relieving man it's therapy dude podcast therapy it is seriously i i love that and like dude that's the, the i think micah you kind of said you said it yourself um before steve was that when you look put your head up right like after you had your head down for a while and you see over 200 episodes we're at 206 right now like what you had like you've been in your happy space just creating your content having the conversations you love uh i definitely got to take what steve's doing and have some beers while i do it uh because (laughs) that is like every time i'm recording my show it's like at seven in the morning i'm like shit i gotta wake up but uh at the end of the day like that's the best part and i think you know i don't know about you guys but if you saw a big shift when COVID hit march 2020 and then within pretty, you know, let's say six plus months after the initial shock of, oh my gosh, nothing's ever going to be the same. We're going to have to, you know, do lockdowns, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't know if you saw the the shift in, obviously the big, uh, the, the big resignation, right? Everyone started quitting their jobs and started doing this, not because they had, you know, didn't have a job because companies were laying people off because they realized they weren't fucking happy. They were happy. Mm. They were doing shit that they were told to do because the expectation of other people in their life, whether it was society and, you know, everyone tells uh, a young 16 year old that, you know, when you're 18, you have to go to college, buy a, buy a house, get a career, you know, get married, have kids, have the dog, you know, go on vacation once a year and that's it. Like that is one thing that happened to a lot of people. And then all of a sudden they realize. I can do this shit while I'm on the beach. I can do something that's interesting and I'm curious about. I can go into a completely different industry and not have to spend 20, 30 years in a career that my parents had to do because that was the norm, right? Like my parent, my dad, he's been at Boeing for 28 years almost, I think. I think it's like 28, 26, I, give or take two years. Um, but I don't know if he's happy. Like, do I? does he enjoy doing that shit? I don't know, but the one thing I do see him enjoy is when he gets home and he's uh, able to start messing around with dirt bikes with my brother or whatever, like that's where he becomes happy. So I, I don't know in my head, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I've seen a lot more people make some drastic changes in their life uh, and start doing things that make them happy. And for me, uh, like you guys, the podcast and creating the network and, you know, the power of audio um, has been, has been that. And I'm starting to think a lot of other people are doing the same thing. So I know. Dude, I left my job six months ago, man. I know what you mean. Like that, these last six months, I got so much done. And then like some some mornings, because I wake up at five, some mornings I'm Mm -hmm. done working at 12, right? I'm like, damn, 
Yeah. I got the whole day. I can spend with my daughter, my wife. My wife just left her job a month ago. So I'm like, man, you you know, yeah. it's so much freedom that you have. And, and you know, and I left during the great resignation because you're right, man. You, yeah. you are happy, man. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't, I have to hurry up, rush to work, drop my kid off, drop my son off. Yeah. I don't get to see him. Like you come home, basically by the time you pick your kid up, it's time for him yeah. to go to bed and get ready for the next day. So yeah, man, it's yeah. just, Man, you're right, dude. I, I, you're right. People weren't happy. I definitely wasn't. Now, man, I'm. I wake up refreshed. Well, I, didn't, I didn't know that you just left your job six months ago. So when yeah. what was the? Can you tell the story a little bit? I did not know this, man, dude. Uh, so great. in October, so I went to the hospital in October. Uh, I ended up having pneumonia, and I got it from like some bad water or something. And when I was in the hospital, I was just sitting there. And I'm like, and mind you, I'm in the hospital. I have pneumonia. No one can come visit me because all the COVID shit's going on, right? So yeah, yeah. it's like heavy COVID shit. My wife's seven months pregnant and she can't get mm-hmm. there. So she has, they won't let her up. So I'm in the hospital by myself. My son's worried. And I just sat there and I'm like, is this the life I want to live? Mm-hmm. Is this the life that I want to live and say, okay, you work 40 hours a week. You, if you get sick, some, you know, your kids are worried. And I just sat down and I'm like, what's stopping me from leaving my nine to five. And you can actually see it behind me. I don't know. I wrote down all my fears of what stopped me from leaving my nine to five. And then after I wrote down all my fears, I wrote down the solution to all of them. And then I was like, I can do it. Then I went back to work. I I put my two weeks in man, just been doing going ever since, man. I was just like, and then I think I listened to Steve Harvey. He said, I, I forgot the quote. He basically said, if, if you don't think, he goes, the time to take that leap is now. He goes, because if you mm-hmm. keep putting it off, you're just going to have another excuse, another excuse, another excuse. And I was like, man, I've invested enough in myself into this industry that I think I can do it. And I just took the leap, man. It's been going great. Dude, I just got chills. Like that's, that's like the, uh, that's the fucking magic behind this whole thing. I, I don't, yeah. I don't know if that feeling or that moment that you had could be expressed to anybody that hasn't experienced it. Right. Like they haven't had that moment. And like, I, I, I know there's, you know, when you have that shift, like when you're working a nine to five or working a job and you know, you want to get out of it, yeah. Like that, that's that thought that like seed that's sitting in your brain, uh, you know, whether you've left or not, or you're wanting to leave and you're thinking about it or you have pulled the trigger at whatever stage, it's just like, there's something about that, that just is without words for me. I just, but that was, that was awesome. I'm really excited that like, unfortunate that it had to be in the hospital, but, yeah. um, but at the end of the day, like, so cool, dude, that's so cool. Yeah, it was my wake up call. I'm happy about it. You know, it was a wake up call. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, damn, I got chill stuff. Powerful Woo! stuff, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the precipice too. So I have a goal set this year of, of hopping yes. out. So man, I've, I've have those I have those epiphanies quite often, and they're happening more yeah. and more often. So I, I I feel what what Michael's going through. I have a good buddy at my at my job just passed away, man, a few oh. weeks ago. Mm. And he, um, yeah, it was some some kind of deal. He never got checked out. He just wanted to keep working doubles, making that money, getting you know, work, killing, you know, he fucking worked himself to death, man. I'm like, 
why? I mean, you got kids, you yeah. got a wife, you, you spent mm. most of your good time at work, you know, and that's just like, man, if you can get out, if you, if you, if you can secure things and get everything in place, you know, and in, in a good spot and it's, it's hard, but man, yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just fucking make that leap. Yeah. Seriously. And there's nothing wrong with people that want to work a job and like have that career. Like, I think, you know, it like, you, Steve, you've gotten to experience a taste of having your own business and having that freedom. Micah, you are now experiencing that now within the last six months and, you know, all this stuff. Like, so people that really thrive and crave that, that, you know, I want to control my own life. I want to be able to be done working at noon or not work today at all, or go work in Mexico for a month, like have that freedom, then great. But there's people that don't want that. And that that's totally cool. Uh, my thing is just like the biggest, the biggest wake up call is like, are you happy? Uh, at the end of the day, if it's a 20 year career at X, Y, and Z corporation, great. Do that because that's what makes you happy. Is it getting out of your job and starting a rent uh, vacation rental business? Great. Do that. Like, is it starting a podcast? Is it getting into, you know, stock trading or is it getting into, dude, one thing I learned today is somebody is domain flipping full time. They just buy yeah. domains and they flip them. I'm like what the <laughs> hell? That's crazy. Like if that makes you happy, do it. But yeah, yeah no, that's you guys. You, I, I really enjoy the the stories and like the, the stuff that you guys are, are doing. Like this has been really cool. So yeah, yeah, I like that. Man. You're a good interviewer too, man. <laughs> you're, you're putting us on the spot. And that's what's cool, man. You asking the questions that dig deeper than just the regular, hey, you know, what kind of towels do you use or sheets? <laughs> we, yeah, that was early on days. And I even said in the early on episode, I was like, yeah, you know, this is our podcast. I'm sorry. We're, I'm apologizing now because these episodes are probably going to suck, but, <laughs> but we're going to try to get better for you. I said that in the early episodes. I remember that shit. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's how you learn, man. You jump into something that you suck at, right? And then you get better at 100%. it. So there's no way around it. You can't just be a radio voice guy. Hey, buy my fucking book. You know, anyways. So, man, 100%. great episode. We just, we just, we just, um, I, I know our, our fans like to listen to and hear about the, the short term rental world and stuff like that. We bring that to them most every week. But this is a, this is an important, important side of it too, man. I, I mean, if you, if you really want to get your voice out there, you think you're curious and you have a passion for it, yeah, start you, go, go, go start your podcast start and start you know, at least you get to meet people interview great people like mr will slickers and you never know where it's going to take you where, you where the next guest is going to take you you might do some business with them you know that's what i that's what i love about this 100 i agree i couldn't say better myself stevie stacks stevie stacks <laughs> stevie stacks money micah uh with slick willie so yeah man so thank <laughs> thank you for hopping on thank you i'm so excited to be part of the the hfm you know radio network it's that radio here. network or podcast network i'm yeah. sorry podcast that's no, okay <laughs> and we, we started talking man i would, I would keep going on, on with you but we talked about batman i'm buried and you say that oh you put your the, the things over your eyes and you, you know and, and you you're feeling it i remember you know i go way 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 back to audio tapes you know where you can check them out the yeah. library and stuff like that my my stepmom, I don't know. She lent me some. She had some tapes, and I, I was that's back when in college, man. How fucking long ago that is? And I was like, and I just one night I couldn't sleep. I said, I'll pop one of these tapes in, right? These cassettes, and it was Interview with the Vampire. This is before the the movies, right? And um, 
and so I, I I listened to that, but but the way I mean these audiobooks, you've listened to audiobooks, but it's just like yeah. it's not just someone reading the fucking book. It's something, you know, mm-hmm. they had the music going on, they had it was like the acting performance, and I was like, man, this is so freaking cool, you know. And so that the fact that they're making podcasts that that have that quality to them, man, I'm, that's exciting. That's an exciting thing right there. And um, I love audiobooks. Um, I don't know what's audible. Do you do audible? I mean, I don't. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Like okay. any book that I, I want to read, I, I'm on Audible. Like Gary V just put it out twelve and a half. I'm listening. Well, I'm reading a book called Super Founders, which I highly recommend. Um, it's also on Audible, but I particularly, for some reason, this book, like, because it kind of goes goes into some data. When it comes into like numbers and data, I like to read it. I like to visualize it. Um, rather than hear it so there, yeah any book though that i read or want to read i just put on audible i go to the gym i work out it's not pumping it's not like oh i'm so pumped for the gym and it's like i warm up on a on a treadmill i listen to my book and then if i need pump i put on music but most of the time i'm usually listening to a podcast or or uh or an audio book there yeah cool man you said the the, the founders or the was it the two founders? yes it's uh, it's called super founders and it's super by founders uh, Ali, I forget his last name. Um, it's, uh, I'll, I'll send you a link for the show notes for anyone list. Like they evaluate companies like Airbnb, Stripe, um, all these billion dollar companies and they compare it to, um, you know, they find the similarities, the differences, and then they take this random group of 200 founders that haven't hit that billion dollar mark, that unicorn mark. And they do a comparison of the groups and like, all right, like who's going to be on track to become a billion dollar company uh, from this group or, you know, what are the characteristics? Did they go to the same college? Were they a single child? Did they have a family? Did they, uh, what, what nationality were they? Were they immigrant? Were they in tech? Were they in blah? Were they in this? Did they go to a certain university? Whatever that may be. And they just analyze all of it. And it's super fascinating. That super fascinating. Cool. It reminds me of how I built this. I really love how I yeah. built this. Yeah. That's a cool one. Yeah. Um, yeah, and one more question. Good. You saw the movie, the founder that got you going. Yeah. 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 I saw that founder. <laughs> He's an asshole. He screwed him over, but I just love the story of how he built that shit. I don't know. That, that's, that's the, I call it an entrepreneur porn anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anything, that's anything awesome. to add to this amazing conversation, Micah? No, that was it, man. I really enjoyed this convo, man. This is a really good conversation. I really enjoyed how you, you're able to see the whole podcast, the STR podcast from the bigger scope, from the mountaintop. Mm. You can see it. That's what I love. So, man, yeah, man, continue to do what you do, Slick Willie. And uh, we definitely thank you for inviting us on. So we're, we're definitely happy to be on the uh, Hospitality FM podcast network. Where can people of find course. you, bro? Of course. You can find me on LinkedIn. It's my favorite platform. So Will with one L, Slickers. Or you can go to hospitality.fm and you can find out more about myself there through the contact or the about us page. So that's uh, two places. Will with one L because he ain't taking two L's. I'll tell you that much. No way. Take one, I lost once. Lose. I'm not losing again. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, man. Thanks for hopping on. This is a great show. There's three dudes just passionate, you know, talking about shit they love. And so, yeah. Love yeah, you, man. Love it. All right, you man. Too. Thank you. Later. Peace. Peace. Man, that was another great episode, dude. That that was a really good episode, man. We didn't really talk about short term real stuff. We talked about, you know, the podcast world around it, man. And uh yeah, he asked that was a good a good question he asked, you know, like what what was the most surprised us about this? And I was that that was 
after I look back, I'm like, damn, we, we really have over 200 episodes, man. Mm. You know, it's crazy, man. I definitely didn't think we'd be here. And man, I look forward to keep on going because it's been fun. It's definitely stress reliever. I think it actually helps us in the business side too, right? Because like you realize other people going through the other same shit and, you know, you can release talk and then ask questions about it. And we're being real. We're being ourselves. It's not like we started it. Okay, I'm going to start this to help my help my business grow, you know? And a lot of people will do that so people can hear about my coaching program or seminar or shit, shit like that. No, we started it because we wanted to learn the industry, man. We wanted to learn about it. We were curious about it. We wanted to be ourselves and just have fun conversations. And so we were real and people love that. It's the number one thing people tell us when they meet us, man, we, we like how you keep it real. You know, all of our, you look at our um, uh, reviews on, on oh, go, go leave us a review, please, people. Leave us a review on on, um, on uh, apple podcast um but they say yo we, this is they keep it real you know we love we love them they ain't trying to sell us nothing they're keeping it real this and that i love that I lo- that's my that's my favorite feedback man and that's our most common feedback i love that too man matter of fact the guy who was at the uh meeting in dallas he was like you guys he go and I like the one guy he's talking to us in a group and he's like you know you guys are the only podcast short terminal podcast i'm still subscribed to i was like damn really and he kept going in talking about us and the guy across he's like you got to give this guy a, a shirt or something he's like a major fan man so <laughs> it was crazy you know that people really just follow your journey and you know and resonate with you you know you find the podcast that most resonates with you and uh it's been fun and we love doing it, you know, and I love bringing guests on talking about it and, you know, might have to pull some episodes, but I'd, I'd rather, you know, I, I and I, I want to do say, I do want to say this to people that do listen to the show and that want to be on the show, come on the show from a place of, you know, of your experience and like how, and if you don't come on, if you're just doing this shit for a quick buck, if you're turning this into a business, then come on the show. That's what we want. People that want to do this as a business to help somebody or, you know, don't, Hey, let's set up this arbitrage and get you a one bedroom, one bath. And we'll get all that bullshit, man. <laughs> you know, like if you're doing this as a legit business and can help people that listen, that want to get into it, definitely come on. And we, you know, we, we love to chop it up with you, you know, shoot the shit and we can keep on, you know, keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Shout out to the rabbi, Mazel Tov. Um, <laughs> shout out to Romy Rome. He still listens, man. He still, he started from the bottom with us, man. Oh uh, yeah, Romy Rome. He always hits me up on IG, man. <laughs> uh, Romy Rome's killing it. He's killing He's it. Doing rehabs and everything. I was like, oh shit, Romy Rome, man. Travel, yeah, shout travel out to nurse Rome, specialist, man. travel nurse specialist, Romy Rome. Romy Rome, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's crazy. But yeah, man, thank y'all for continuing to listen, man. It's, it's been awesome. It has been awesome. And yeah, definitely subscribe on YouTube and leave us a good review on uh on Apple Podcasts or wherever else, wherever you listen to podcasts, man. Yeah, keep spreading the word, spreading the love, and keep living, letting, and thriving. And we are out. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.